Adam Crowley Show. I mean, I cannot believe the kind of nonsense that I am hearing right now. On ESPN Pittsburgh, 970 AM and 106.3 FM. It is the Crowley Show, where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call, or you can join the cast of dozens and follow me on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. We are live at the Heinz Ward Tavern 86, and we are now joined by 86 himself, Heinz Ward. Heinz, this is quite the establishment. Welcome, you got welcome, here. welcome. Yes, this is my own little uh, uh, man cave. Slash fan cave. You know, when I come back to Pittsburgh, this is kind of where I always make my pit stops here to thank the fans that still come out and support me, watch some. Uh, you got TVs everywhere. You can watch football and, of course, the great food. It's all about the food. Yeah, the food right in front of me right now. <laughs> got the black and gold burger. I was saying, I, I sweat anyhow, but I'm going to eat this burger that's got jalapenos on it and bacon. <laughs> I'm going to be drenched. Yeah, there's a party going on in, the, in your mouth with, uh, with this burger here. It's very flavorful. What made you want to get into the restaurant, Piz? Man, I don't know. I just wanted to give back. I wanted to have a place that I can call home when I come back to Pittsburgh. I do a lot of my uh, charity work here. We do a lot of wine tasting as well. And and, and I want to have my own little section that, uh, you know, i got family all over. When we come back to a couple Steelers game, that we can come here, hang out, uh, thank the fans that still are wearing my jersey. Uh, but, no, it's just great just to, you know, have a restaurant back here in Pittsburgh and still kind of giving back to the community. There are a lot of things I want to get your thoughts on, Hines. All right, let's go. Uh, first of all, the game of football, the evolution, yes. where it is today as compared to when you were playing. I mean, there's a rule now because of, of, of a <laughs> oh, block really? you may yeah, have laid. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if you've heard. Uh, <laughs> the way the game's being played today, yes. is, it, is it the same as it was back no, then? No, it is not the same. I mean, it, it favors an offensive player, no question about it, and that's why you're starting to see inflation of numbers from crazy, you know, the numbers are just going absolutely crazy. When I came into this league, think about it. Yancey Thigpen led our organization with 85 catches. You know, that was – you were doing it big time, catching 85 right. balls. Now, I mean, you're seeing maybe 10 guys with 100 catches now. So that's the norm now. But I get it. We, you know, we want to protect our game. We want to make the game safer for our players. But at the same time, it's still the game of football. And me just looking at all the new rules changes and stuff like that, uh, I almost feel sorry for defensive guys because I don't even know what a tackle is nowadays, right? You know, you hit somebody hard, and they, it's almost instantaneously the, the ref has to throw the flag just to save his own behind, right? right? But, you know, it's still the game of football. Sometimes, you know, we, 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 we take it out on the, uh, a penalty instead of the quarterback. Maybe you shouldn't have – through the ball there, right. maybe you know, and sometimes we reward the, the offense by giving them a penalty flag rather than you know uh, saying, "Hey, next time read the correct read and don't throw that ball there." <laughs> Hines, you were so physical at the wide receiver position. Yes. So I guess the question is, would you rather have played in your time, or would you rather play now, where you probably catch 140 balls? Yes, going I out would there? much rather play now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody's catching balls, but you know what, man? I listen. I. I I don't try to compare different times. I mean, 14 years was a blessing for me. I got everything I wanted out of football. And when you reach the mountaintop, and I was blessed to reach the mountaintop twice, there's no greater feeling. It's kind of like my my football career is complete. Uh, Having played my entire career here in Pittsburgh, 
Uh, I was blessed to play in three Super Bowls. I lost that one in which I still don't. To me, I got CT when it comes to that. I just forget about that one. I have nothing to show for that Super Bowl. I gave out all my paraphernalia, books, everything, everything that I had when we lost to uh, Green Bay. What we lost to Green, Green Bay? Bay. Like I told you. <laughs> uh, but no, was, you know, you never forget the first Super Bowl. And I just remember catching that ball and jumping into the stadium and seeing the whole crazy fans, sea of black and gold, just go crazy. But then I remember when I came home, I remember it was two stories. I came home from the parade down in Disney World, and I was out of gas. So I was <laughs> I was putting gas in my car, and I remember this elderly lady was like, hey, hi, great job, but we're going to win it again. I was like, we just won this one. Let's enjoy this one. But the expectation level here in goes. Pittsburgh, this is a city of champions, so expectations coming here, coming into the season is always Super Bowl or nothing. But then I just remember uh, one fan was like, man, just thank you for letting me feel like a part of my grandparents because they used to always hear about the teams of the 70s and whatnot. So now that they have something that they can brag about during their generation, I never really thought about that. It's like not only you win for yourself and your teammates and your family, but you're winning for this city and still a nation as a group. And uh, it's just a special feeling to, to always know that they can never take that away from me. And being named Super Bowl MVP for this organization to help win the Super Bowl, it couldn't get any greater than that. Better spiral, Ben Roethlisberger or Randall L? Oh, man, that's tough. <laughs> ben throws, he can throw. And Ben has a thousand a gun. miles an hour. Yes, he has a gun. You know, the story about Antoine Randall, he, that was his whole dream in life was to throw an NFL pass for a touchdown. That's all he wanted to do. He was like, listen, I'm too short. I know they don't, they're not going to give me a chance to play quarterback. I'm too short. But I want to throw the ball. So there was always debate because he played college quarterback. Right. I played college quarterback. And, and we are on the flip side. I said, listen, I know it's your dream to throw it. I want to catch a ball. <laughs> so when we had the reverse pass in the Super Bowl, uh, it was a win-win because that was something that he always wanted to do. Uh, and, and it was my dream as a kid to always catch a, a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. So Come on out, hang out with us. Uh, Heinz Ward here at Heinz Ward Tavern 86, about to – Dive into this burger here. Great yes. atmosphere. And I'll tell you what, the game's on tonight. Season game. starts. The season is here. Football's here, man. We just came off a great weekend of, of college football, man. Football season is back. So I'm extremely excited just for, you know, now I can talk football. I know we're going to talk about Le'Veon Bill pretty soon. <laughs> I'm just warming up to I'm just warming up. I know you're setting it up for me. But, man, I, I you know, just being back and just seeing all the guys just brings back a lot of great memories. So You miss it? I, I, I miss the camaraderie. I don't really miss uh, the aspect of playing, but I miss the foundation. I miss going up to St. Vincent, staying in the dorm rooms. I miss going out and seeing the fans uh, during practice. You know, and now, to me, that's where you establish the foundation to prepare yourself for the season, the upcoming year, because uh, it's a grind. It's a grind, but... You know, I've always said, you know, Steelers, with the talent that we have, it's it's, it's always, it's either Super Bowl or nothing. You know, it's always right. about Super Bowl. Now, your body, 
You look good. I feel good. It's feeling good? I feel good. good. I feel great, man. I, I, you know, I did the Ironman a couple of years ago, so now I'm taking care of my body, and now I'm on this new keto kick. You nice. Know, I, I don't do bread and stuff, so, you know, I still eat the burger. I just don't eat it without I, – I take the bun off. But the bun is so tasty and buttery and flavorful, and uh, sometimes I get tempted, and I can't eat the fries, of course. But, uh, no, keto has kept my weight down and enabled to uh, – uh, now, every now and then, I, I have my cheat days, but that's like once a month I can do a cheat day. But I'm really serious on keto, this keto kick now, man. I'm enjoying every minute of it. Hines, who would you say was your favorite teammate with the Steelers? Oh, man, to it, it, is, it is tough. I mean, I just had a it's, – it's like you don't have a favorite brother. You know, you just have – you have some brothers that annoy you sometimes, uh, <laughs> but I love my brothers to death. So I had, a, I had some guys that annoyed me sometimes, but then I had guys that – you know, for whatever reason, man, we just kicked it together. But, you know, I've, I've joked. That's what I miss most. I miss sitting around a table with Jerome, uh, Joey Porter, James Harrison, James Ferrier, Troy Palomalu, Deshae Townsend. I mean, we would sit there and literally we would come into the building probably about 6.30. We'll all work out. We'll practice. We'll watch our films. And then we'll just be sitting in a locker room in our little players' lounge and literally be there to about 8 o'clock and really just talking about life, just talking about all the different scenarios that we're all going to, man, that's what I miss most because you just don't get that now. You know, there's no workplace that can simulate that type of environment where you're still competing and then you still have love for one another. And it's literally, I think I hung out with more with my teammates than I did my own family. Now I'll do the transition. Ah, now I, let's get come on. Let's get into this. Let's, Le'Veon let's Bell. get into okay. the late Bell Le'Veon stuff. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. What, what do you want to ask me? Well, about? well, to your point about the camaraderie. Did your teammates understand where you were coming yes, from? Yes, and that that was a big support uh, when I held out. When I did, man, teammates they call me each and every day, and the way they say, "Hey, we understand this a business. It's nothing against us for you not being here." Uh, and I remember vividly some of my teammates. There were a couple guys who dropped the ball at practice, and my teammates were saying, "Hey." You gotta sign Hines. You gotta sign him because he ain't dropping those passes. I mean, but that's that's just the understanding the business aspect of it. Because at some point, as a player, you will be put in a position the same as Le'Veon Bell. You know, it's unfortunate sure. for Le'Veon to be in the position to get franchised once is already tough. And running backs, we all know, you hit the age of thirty and no one cares anymore. You know, that's the only position I think. You have to be sensitive to because when you hit 30 and running back, that's like 40 as uh, can't really say 40 as a quarterback because Tom Brady is 41, right? But you know, you just that's the only position that your lifespan, uh, league-wise, you only have a small window to kind of you know jump on, maximize the most opportunity. And the way that the Steelers use Le'Veon Bell, I mean, over 400 touches last year. That's just crazy. That's insane. So. Uh, I, I get the business aspect sure. of it, but the thing I think, uh, as a fan or as a former player, you can't you can't you can't treat it personal on both sides. You can't you can't one minute say hey it's about the money, and then the next minute be like oh man you know him against the the teammates or organization. So you you can never take this situational uh, this situation personal. Some of his teammates did. I don't think it's about the money, though, when they, when they kind of freaked out in the locker room. yesterday, Marquise Pouncey had some things to say, as did Ramon Foster. I think it's because they expected Lev to be there, and then 
They just he wasn't there. But I, they went off assumptions though because he went there last year. That's and true. That's, that's not that's not fair to Le'Veon Bell because if you go get franchised for two years straight, you ask any player in the league, nobody wants that. That doesn't guarantee you longevity. He already said he wants to be a stiller. He wants to be a stiller for life. He wants that. But for whatever reason, they couldn't come to terms on a contract. Right. And, 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 and it is what it is. That's the business aspect of it. But, you know, I understand now that I'm retired and I see, I see the toll, that, especially for a running back, that it takes on no your doubt. body because you're getting hit every play. If you don't have a football, you got to score every time you touch the football, which is not going to happen. So you're going to get tackled. Then when you're not, when you don't have the ball, you got to pass protect. <laughs> so every play of the game, you're getting hit in every aspect. So I, I, I get it. So I, I, I try to side to, uh, I understand the business aspect of it, but at the same time, I still want Le'Veon Bell to be out there to help the Steelers win the Super Bowl. So, and I think that's where you kind of get mixed up with the emotions sure. of it. We need this guy to get to where we want to go. I mean, we have a great team. Exactly. But then uh, you understand, and I just think uh, for people who they can't understand $14 million, they look at it and that's like $14 million. Well, you take half of that goes to taxes. So it's $7 million, right? But it just shocked me to hear other players talk about other players' contracts, you know, because – they they forgot Le'Veon Bell bought them thirty seven almost a thirty thousand dollar watches probably less what during Christmas time right and now I'm pretty sure it, you know to hear all the responses that he's getting back from the offensive line that's shocking to him and so that's whenever or if he ever comes back that's something that they're gonna have to repair somewhere within that locker room because you hear some of the stories and, and let me tell you that's it's hurtful. You know, if a guy goes out there and, 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 and do the things, yes, you can't win with one man. But well, Le'Veon Bell is probably one of the top two guys, uh, all-purpose guys in the it league. The sure way we utilize it, yes, it, it helps. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. I just think it's 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 unfortunate uh, for Pittsburgh to be in the situation that they're in because you know no player wants to get franchised back-to-back years, especially at the running back position because of the longevity uh, for running backs. And Le'Veon, well, he's 27 now. His window of opportunity is three years, and he wants to maximize on that. And he felt like, I gave you guys one year of a franchise tag, and I showed up, and I was here. And and I think some of the players just assumed that, oh, he would be back. But it's a different element now because this is, you can't franchise guys three years straight. Can't, Can't do it. Right. So it's like this is the last year, and for Le'Veon Bell, Bell, I just understand him trying to maximize his potential earnings for for his future. Hines, last thing here before I know you're busy. I know you got to sure. run. No uh, problem. Uh, Mike Tomlin is a head coach. Yes. What do you think about? What did you think about your time spent with him? You know what, man? I've learned a lot. You know, just dealing with you have to deal because times have changed in dealing with athletes and players and and things like that, new age, and social media is different, right? So you get guys that are just going crazy. Like, when I played, we didn't worry about social media, you know, but now you see guys tweeting out before the game. It's like, are you worrying more about the likes and try to bring fans into your own world? Or do we need to be focused on the Baltimore Ravens? For me, it's all about Baltimore Ravens. When we played, I was just totally focused in on that, so – I've learned a lot. You know, I did training camp last year, man, and I enjoyed every moment. 
working with uh, Juju Smith and, and Martavis and Eli and, and uh, Antonio. So I had a blast doing that. I really, I really felt like, you know, even though I'm no longer playing, I felt like I was still one of those leaders on the team to help give these guys as much knowledge that I that I know. It's kind of crazy that players were coming up to me because they were they were scared to go to the coaches because they was like, <laughs> you know, but they would come up to me and talk to me. So it was kind of cool to still have that impact on it. But uh, I've learned a lot from Mike Tomlin just in the sense of how do you deal with certain players and stuff like that. But there's a lot of pressure on, on from Mike T. I, I really think, I mean, with the talent that we have, uh, there's no excuses for us not to be – uh, winning Super Bowls, you know, you would just think the, all, the, the, the the collective talent on offense alone, that's probably the best talent sure. <laughs> that I've seen yeah. in a very long time. You know, I, I you would have to go back to Franco Harris and Lynn Swan and Stallworth and put all them together, and, 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 and that was a, a crazy, crazy offense. But then, you know, you got the best – receiver in the game you got one of the best running backs in the game and then ben is is one of the top five guys in the league you would just assume our offensive line we have that continuity those guys been together that you know you would expect us to to kind of still be there not just winning games but winning championships especially in this town you know the city of pittsburgh that's what we're accustomed to that's what it's all about is winning super bowls and anything less than a super bowl to me is, is a failure and and that's the mindset that i think the city has i think that the team should have you know and it's unfortunate right now that we're doing more we're we're more of a distraction than us focusing on winning a super bowl and that's kind of that's changed because even when i held out at the time i never wanted to be a distraction i didn't want people talking about the contract and and and, and the relationship that i had right with my teammates during that time was was helpful for me because they understood the business side of it so they never took it personal when i held out at when i went through my time Heinz, really great stuff. Awesome place. Go Appreciate out there. you guys, man. Meet the Appreciate people. It. I got to meet the people, man. Thank you guys for coming on out. But uh, come on out to Tavern 86, man. I like to pop in and and show my face and serve the people and surprise them. Just, man, I appreciate all the love that they've given me over my time here in Pittsburgh. Thanks again, Heinz. Oh, appreciate no problem. It. Anytime, guys. That's Heinz work coming up next. We've got breaking news as it relates to Le'Veon Bell. For real. I'll tell you what that is next. And we've got Will Graves from the AP. It's the Crowley Show.